Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, Anno Domini. Today's top headlines, the Kansas City shooting. We're going to do a breakdown, everything we know. Next, CCP agents arrested for operating secret police stations inside the United States. And finally, new school textbooks propping up already begun lying about President Trump's administration. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. An 84-year-old white Kansas City man is now facing two felony charges and, if found guilty, life in prison after a shooting that has grabbed the nation's attention. According to family and lawyers, for 16-year-old black teenager Ralph Yarl, it happened when he was trying to pick up his brothers one night last week. They say he accidentally rang the wrong doorbell and the man inside shot him in the head and the arm. He had to run to three different houses before someone would help him. That has led to protests over the weekend and a massive outpouring of support on social media. A GoFundMe for Jarl's hospital bill has surpassed $2 million. He has been released from the hospital, thank goodness, but has a long recovery ahead. All right, the shooting of Ralph Jarl, Kansas City, Missouri. Andrew Lester, the homeowner. What do we know and what do we not know? Now, when one of these Ben Crump situations gets started, we know what's going to happen. Media is going all in on this case, wall-to-wall coverage, MSN, BC, CNN, everybody's out there, everybody's talking about it, but you know what they're not talking about? The simple facts of the case. They want you to just focus on the race narrative. A white homeowner shot black kid. That's it. That's all they want. And the kid was the, the this, this uh, you know, they, they're focusing on his, his personal life. They're focusing on the attributes of him. We know nothing about the homeowner whatsoever. And all I'm saying is when it comes to these situations and myself, the human events team, producer Angelo and I, so many of us have been going over the events of this case all day yesterday, all day today. We've been digging through media narratives, digging through the probable cause statements to try to figure out what exactly happened. And so we do have, we do have the actual, here we go. I'm going to show you probable cause statements that have been listed by the police, or I should say by the prosecutor, well, it's a prosecutor with the police uh, statement. Now notice nobody else in media is actually going to give you the probable cause statement. We will, because we're going to go through the facts right here, right now. This occurred April 13th, 2023 at approximately 2152 hours. That's 952 Kansas City, Missouri. Police officers were dispatched to and has the address here. I'm not going to say that on air. Upon arrival, they located one male victim. Now, they were contacted by a party who called 911 and stated they believed that the person who was they believed the person who was shot. Was essentially a home invader. The male was later identified as Andrew D. Lester. They gave him verbal commands to exit the residence. He complied. This is talking about when when he arrived. Uh, He consented to a search. They searched. Officer wrote. Officer wrote. 
I observed the front storm door glass broken with blood on the front porch. I observed blood on the driveway. I observed cameras on the south and east side of the residence. I also observed blood in the street in front of, and it has the, the address of the neighbor. A witness who was interviewed stated that around 2150 hours, they heard an unknown vehicle pull into the driveway of the address. The witness thought it was odd for the elderly neighbor to have a visitor this time of night. The witness stated a short time later, they heard two to three gunshots from the address. The witness stated afterwards, they heard the they heard the victim scream that he'd been shot. They observed the victim knock on the neighbor's doors asking for help. Well, it actually just says PY. So it says PY. The witness did not see the shooting itself. Okay, going through. Now, I mentioned those cameras. They're on there because when I first heard there were cameras in this thing, I said, whoa, if this thing's on camera, unfortunately, uh, even as as tragic it is that there's something like this happened, you'd hope there's something that would never happen. Seems like it was a misunderstanding, but we need to see the video. But it says the system... It was determined the system was no longer functional. The last captured event was dated June 25th, 2022. So it was not functional. So no video. What do we have here? We have the actual statement from Lester himself. Lester told police. Now, keep in mind, he went to speak to police without a lawyer. You should never, ever do this. Never talk to cops without a lawyer. Lester chose to do so. He stated that late at night, he had just lain down in bed when he heard the doorbell ring. Lester stated he picked up his gun, a 32 Smith & Wesson 1888 revolver, before responding to answer the door. He stated the front door of his residence consisted of an interior main door and an exterior glass storm door, both of which were locked. Lester stated he opened the interior door. He saw a black male, approximately six feet tall, pulling on the exterior storm door handle. He stated he believed someone was attempting to break into the house and shot twice within a few seconds of opening the door. Keep in mind, this is not the actual transcript of what he said. These words are the words of the police officer given to the prosecutor. This is not the transcript, the phrasing, or it doesn't include the questions from Lester himself. So we don't know exactly what Lester said. We also don't know if Lester said anything that they're leaving out. Because I remember when Kyle Rittenhouse was prosecuted, there was a lot left out of those statements, too. He stated he, he stated he believed someone was attempting to break into the house and shot twice within a few seconds of opening the door. Lester stated the mail ran away and he immediately used his home phone to call 911. So Lester called 911. The homeowner called 911. He observed a car in a driveway he believed to be the mail's vehicle. He did not see anyone else in or around the vehicle. This is, he also said that he was scared to death due to the man's size and his age, 84, his inability to defend himself. He believed he was protecting himself from a physical confrontation and could not take the chance of the male coming, coming in. Lester was visibly upset and repeatedly expressed concern for the man he shot. The only significant difference in that statement and the statement, again, in the probable cause document from PYs, from Ralph Yarl's statement, is that he did state that uh, he says that when he got up to run away, the man who resided there yelled, don't come around here. So that is the main thing. So um, again, from that statement, kind of a general statement saying essentially that he didn't um, say anything, but Ralph says that he did say, don't come around here. Folks, this is one of those cases that's gonna get a lot of attention for all the wrong reasons. Number one, 
This should not be a national news story. It is the media making it a national news story. This is a misunderstanding, a situation where we don't have all the facts. There are no witnesses. There's no video. It's going to be a gray issue. It was an altercation. Sounds like something that was very tragic, and I wish it never happened personally. But at the same time, we have to question ourselves. Does this really warrant the entire nation's attention? Or should it be a local story? We all know why. Because the media will do anything they can to inflame racial tensions in our nation. We here at Human Events Daily are going to follow the facts as we always do. Here in New York City tonight, the FBI busting what they say was a secret police station here in New York run by the Chinese government, who they were monitoring and why. Here's our chief justice correspondent, Pierre Thomas, now. Tonight, the FBI accusing the Chinese government of secretly operating a police station out of this unassuming building in the heart of New York City, the first ever case of its kind. This case is a further example of the audacious activities that the government of China has carried out right here on American soil. The FBI arresting these two men in New York City today, Lu Jiang Wang and Chen Jinping, accusing them of working under the direction of China's Ministry of Public Security. Their office near Chinatown claimed to be a non-profit organization providing assistance to local residents of Chinese descent, including to help them get driver's licenses. But the FBI says the station was a hub of Chinese counterintelligence operations in New York City, used to harass and intimidate dissidents who dared to defy China. The secret police station appears to have had a more sinister use. Officials say Liu allegedly tracked down and terrorized a pro-democracy activist living in California. In one stunning case, sources telling ABC News China is accused of having a secret operative inside the Zoom company and of hacking Zoom sessions. Well, 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 finally, the FBI found out what their actual job is supposed to be. That's right. Going after real Chinese agents that are operating within the United States. It only took them, oh, what, a year since Human Events Daily broke the story discussing these secret police operations that were going on throughout the United States. This isn't the only one, by the way. But we're now told that. 44 individuals, including 40 officers up at humanevents.com. We have the article this morning. You can go check it out. Make sure you're going to humanevents.com every single day after you subscribe to the Human Events Daily podcast. Remember, we also have humanevents.com where we're posting all the latest news, all the latest op-eds of everything that's going on. Just incredible uh, scoops there. We had a scoop on President Trump last night. Um, speaking at the summit, we had scoops up about this, so many other things. So the officers from China's Ministry of Public Security and two officials from the Cyberspace Administration of China have been targeted with various crimes re related to transnational repression schemes that targeted Chinese nationals residing in the United States. Listen to this. The defendants were accused of using fake – the Chinese agents were using fake social media accounts to harass and intimidate Chinese dissidents residing abroad and sought to suppress the dissidents' free speech on the platform of, and it just says, a U.S. telecommunications company. So we don't know if this was, now it says a U.S. telecom company. And so we don't know if that means that it had to be Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. It could, depending on the way they're looking at this, it could actually be TikTok, right? Because we know that CCP agents, I mean, TikTok is owned by the CCP. They allegedly created and used thousands of fake online personas to target the Chinese dissidents, harass them online, disseminate propaganda in favor of the CCP. The charges were made by the U.S. Attorney's Office for Eastern District of New York. 
they believe to reside inside China. So that, of course, means ain't nothing going to happen to them, to the guys that are in China. But we are told the elite task force is called the 912 Special Project Working Group, whose purpose is to target Chinese dissidents throughout the world, including the United States. Um, they're talking about being a troll farm. It's going after pro-democracy, following Gong. Um, I'm sure they target the Epoch Times. Disputing, right? D disputing and disrupting efforts to commemorate the Tiananmen Square massacre. Of course, because why wouldn't you? Right. If you're the CCP, look, we've talked about this a long time, but here's a couple angle about the CCP. I don't think anyone's talked about the CCP longer than me. Um, I've said a million times uh, when I went to China, when I lived in China, I learned the truth about the CCP, studied Mandarin. I wanted to come back to the United States and use my knowledge to do the right thing regarding the rise of China, join the Navy um, and then found that the military and the intel community wasn't doing very much about the rise of China. And so come here to you before you to expose this to everybody. Now, why is the FBI going at this? Why is the Biden administration doing this? The same Biden administration that did absolutely nothing when a Chinese spy balloon flew all the way across the United States and investigated and sucked up data on every single one of our nuclear sites. And notice, like we said last week, it seems like the Biden administration is pivoting away from Ukraine yet again. Let me explain. The Biden administration, even though we know that Biden and his family have had so many dealings with China. They're attempting to put pressure on the CCP right now because we're looking at is an oligarch fight at the highest levels. What do I mean by that? The system of globalism was erected, and we've, we've gone through the story a million times, was erected after the Tiananmen Square massacre. So that was June 4th, 1989. You notice what happened throughout the 90s. The U.S. investment, the Western capital started flowing into China. Then at the end of the 90s, who was instrumental? Bill Clinton and later George W. Bush in allowing the CCP and the People's Republic of China to enter into the World Trade Organization. This was the deal. We could have isolated them. We could have cut them off like we cut off Russia after the Ukraine invasion, but we didn't. We made a deal. Or I should say our leaders and elites made a deal. They said, you're going to come in and we're going to create this system called globalism. And you are going to be the manufacturers where you are going to have the slave labor. You will provide that. We will provide the capital and the IP. So, and we'll cut you, you know, we'll cut you a little bit off on the side. Pay you for the use of the labor. And so we'll all get rich. And who cares about the gutting out of the Midwest, the South, and the Rust Belt of the United States? That's been the true story of the last 30 years. That's why everything is made in China now. That's why you see some of these people who are tied into this at the elite level, the chamber of commerce level, they're getting filthy rich off the backs of this. But here's the problem. The CCP is trying to cut them out. So the CCP is now trying to exert their influence and power and be the senior partner the globalist American empire does not want that. And that's why you're seeing actions like this be taken now. Folks, a lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. 
In less than one year, Public Square has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. Public Square connects freedom-loving Americans with the community and their business that share their values. Here's the best part. It's absolutely free to join. Just go to publicsquare.com. That's publicsq.com and download the app today. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Look, we can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. In recent years, there has been a steady increase of misinformation. Two historians have assembled a team to push back on what they call myths surrounding some of the country's most pressing issues and defining moments. They recently spoke with Jeff Bennett about their new collection, Myth America, Historians Take on the Biggest Legends and Lies About Our Past. The book's essays take on everything from feminism to white backlash over the removal of Confederate monuments. Uh, to American exceptionalism, to Trump's America first approach. Kevin, what for you was the organizing principle behind this book of essays? Well, our, our main purpose was to push back against some of the lies and myths that are out there in public discourse today. So uh, certain topics presented themselves as obvious ones, but the more we got into it, we wanted to give a full picture uh, of the range of American history and the misrepresentations about them. Greg Price, the great Greg Price is out uh, the comms director of the State Freedom Caucus Network. And what does he have for us? Huge news story. Make sure you go to gregprice.substack.com and check this all out. Greg has reviewed five new AP high school U.S. history textbooks that cover the Trump administration. And what does it say? The historians who wrote them put their full liberal bias on display in terms of what they included and what they left out. Textbooks covered the minimal influence of Russia on social media, but do not mention the Steele dossier, the FBI abuses of FISA to spy on President Trump and the Trump campaign, the illegal unmasking of General Flynn, the Strzok Page text, etc. Here's what it says. Listen to this. This is from the American pageant, a history of the American people. The campaign maelstrom intensified when WikiLeaks, an international organization dedicated to disclosing confidential documents, released thousands of emails illegally filched from inside the Clinton campaign. American intelligence services concluded that Russian hackers were the source of WikiLeaks' information trove, and that Russia had interfered in the election in a myriad of other ways as well, generating thousands of false social media accounts whose combative posts, posts fueled already raging partisan fires. Russia had cleverly manipulated the cacophonous social media environment to exploit and amplify political divisions in order to disrupt the American Electoral Conference. The principal beneficiary of the chaos was Donald J. Trump who ultimately prompted several investigations to possible collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign. The unexpected outcome. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't even, I can't even go for The unexpected outcome of the 2016 election. So they just, they're just writing that in a textbook for kids, that it was an unexpected outcome. As if electing a guy that the elites didn't want isn't allowed. And, and suddenly, the 2016 election itself was called into scrutiny. This is how much conservatives have lost. 
Do you understand the old conservative movement in this country is a joke. It's an absolute joke. They're brainwashing your children. They're doing it right in front of your faces. Every single time you send them to one of these schools, every single time you allow your school board to put this in there, they're going to put them in there and they're going to brainwash them to hate you. They're going to brainwash them to change their gender, to come home and have their genitals mutilated because mommy and daddy go to church every weekend because mommy and daddy didn't vote the right way because mommy and daddy are the wrong skin color. This is what's going on in this country. If you people don't think for a second that we are not coming, becoming neo Bolshevik insanity, then you have not been paying attention for two seconds. I'm sick and tired of hearing conservatives come at us and they clap back at me. They clap back at Charlie Kirk. They clap back at so many of us for saying, oh, you guys are taking it too far. Matt Walsh, you guys are taking it too, you're blowing it out of, you're blowing it out of proportion. You're blowing it all. They're brainwashing. They're just straight up lying to children. They're going in and this is AP. This is an AP textbook. This is now the official lexicon. History is written by the victors. That is why when we get back in power, the people who wrote this textbook should be arrested and they should be arrested and put on full public display of the entire country for corrupting our children and corrupting minors of this country and lying to them about what's been going on. They should be put on trial. Absolutely. They should be behind, arrest every single person who wrote this textbook. Arrest all of them. Listen to that. It's all tr Trump is all working for Putin. The whole thing. He was a what's the next one? He's a sexual predator. He was, you know, he was he was banging interns. He was doing every, basically they've taken everything that Bill Clinton actually did and they're applying it to Trump. This is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. Experience history. Right, they're saying that Trump didn't um, didn't condemn Charlottesville. He did many times. Uh, what's next? What's next? What's next? He appealed successfully to nostalgia for a time when people of color and women knew they are placed and that it was racist for President Trump to tweet that LeBron James lacked intelligence when we already know he does. He can't read past the first page of a book. Uh, they cover they cover Ferguson. They cover Michael Brown. They cover Officer Darren Wilson. They use hand. They actually include the hands up. Don't shoot lie. They include it. And then, oh, January 6th. January 6th, full-on insurrection, the storming of the cat. Look, conservatives need to wake up. You need to wake up right now. You're sitting back there. You're watching Sean Hannity. You're watching all these other shows designed to make you feel good. You lost. You've lost so much of the country. Are you going to fight back? Are you actually going to use your voice to get this movement and get this country back on track? Or are you just going to sit back and complain and say like, oh, the kids are dumb or the kids are this? Well, guess what? Those same kids in the system that you keep supporting, that you've been supporting with your tax dollars, that you've been supporting by sending your kids to these indoctrination centers. Why do you think they come home and they don't like you? Why do you think they come home and say, mommy, I don't want to be a boy anymore. I want to be a girl. You know who let them go to that school? You did. You know who sat back and, and allowed the schools to become this way? You did. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick. And I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the conservative leaders in this country that have led this movement for so many years. You're a joke. You are a ridiculous joke. You've lost. You've completely lost the plot. If you allow any school in this country to be teaching this insanity, then you are a loser. 
take the L. And if you don't realize how bad you've lost, that just shows how dumb you are. That shows how absolutely stupid you are to let them do this to your own children right under your nose in your, and you're paying them to do it. You're even paying them to do it. You're on your knees for them and you don't even know it. You think I'm in a position of strength because I'm allowing my kids be exposed to, it's just nonsense. It's perverted nonsense because you are perverting history and you're allowing that perversion to enter into young children. And yeah, I do mean the double entendre of that because you know they're doing it from a sexualization standpoint as well. This is sick. This, this whole thing is sick. But you're going to let them do it. You're going to let them do it because you're weak. You're pathetic. You're a disgrace. Actually stand up and fight back. Are you going to conserve this country? Are you going to restore the new American republic? Or are you just going to let them keep marching on? and take their kids with you. I think we know. You're going to let them take the kids, then let them take your wife, they're going to let them take your girlfriend until you are left with nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission, Alicia.